Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is Dirt and Spray. Uh, Dirt got fired. Um, He's looking for a job. Don't hire him. He's just to stay away from the guy. It's uh, Sports Radio. 1080 The Fan, not with dirt. Sorry, dude. With Andy Dirt Johnson and Brandon Sprague. What is a Sprague? We can just call him Craig. Yeah, that's your new name, Craig. Dirt and Sprague on 1080. I'm here to support a friend and a word colleague. You don't know what love is. Love you very much, Francine. The Fan. Hey, final hour, Dirt and Sprague here. On Portland Sports Leader 1080 The Fan, the Odyssey app, YouTube.com. Uh, we have a loaded final hour. Reagan Beers, forward for Oregon State women's basketball. They're on fire right now. they got big games against the L.A. schools uh, starting tomorrow and this week. And we'll talk with her. Uh, Kyle Shanahan responds to a Super Bowl loss with this, while Kansas City responds to a Super Bowl win with that. We'll get to that coming up. But our good friend Ken Barkley, you better you bet. One of our favorites, the BetQL Network, a good friend of the show, hops on. He's on Twitter, at Lockie Lockerson. Uh, Ken, good morning. I don't have anything goofy to ask you. I just want to say... Did the Super Bowl go about the way you expected? Uh, yeah, I think so. And, uh, and good to talk to you, obviously, as well. Um, you know, we were, we were obviously there in Las Vegas for the whole week leading up to the game. And I think probably had 100 people on, to t- like actually 100 probably, to talk about the game. Former players, people who bet, people who just like do content and just like betting, uh, <laughs> athletes from other sports. We had like Tim Howard on the set, the former U.S. goalkeeper. So like you ask all these people, you get this giant cross section of like America, America, and you uh, and you ask him about the game and the consensus opinion among like 99 percent was, you know, like, hey, who do you like in the game? And this was true with me, too. It's like, ah, I don't know, like they're both really evenly matched. I think just like the Chiefs because of Mahomes in a close game. And then you watch the game play out and you're just like. Hey, maybe the consensus is pretty smart. Maybe that's like actually, uh, maybe that's kind of how actually how it was supposed to go. I I took a loss um, only because I had these crazy long shot bets on Chiefs that were not Mahomes to win Super Bowl MVP, and they were like really live in the third and fourth quarter of the game until he just totally, you know, he went he went Mahomes on everybody. Kelsey was very live even at the end of the game, but uh, yeah, I think yeah, I think it not only did it go the way I thought it would go. I kind of think it went the way like Earth thought it was going to go, and uh, and hopefully you were the same on that one. Uh, well, I'm a Niner fan actually, so I in my mind, Ken, like so this full, was a tough one. Yeah, so full, this was a tough one. Full honesty, yeah. like Friday, I was saying I was nervously confident, and I was only confident because I'm like, well, 
Everybody and their mom's taking the Chiefs. I'm just going to hope that Shanahan and company have it figured out this time, a lesser offense this time. And, well, Mahomes, Mahomes, I, I kind of was with everybody else on the thinking of it. Like, it's, it's Patrick Mahomes, and all of these things are pretty close. I'll take the better quarterback, as you mentioned. It kind of gets parsed out that way. So the Chiefs win another title. I want to ask, immediately the game ends, maybe not like right after, but are there any AFC futures for you? Because everybody's going to pick them to three-peat. Kelsey's already talking about it. Reed's coming back. Are there futures for you? You jump on and you say, you know, the odds of a team doing this in the NFL, I know they have Mahomes, but just the odds and the math say probably not happening. Are there futures in the AFC you take that kind of fade the Chiefs early? Well, so I think a good way to think about this, like for people who who just like love football, but maybe only bet games on Sundays or, you you know, like this time of year, you're not really uh, you're not diving into football betting because the Super Bowl just ended. Just a good way to think about like the offseason is if you're going to make a bet on something, the reason to bet it now, as opposed to like in August or September or or even before the playoffs start next year, is you have to feel like the price is going to improve dramatically in your favor. So I'll just start by saying, like, I, I think the Chiefs could definitely win the Super Bowl again. They, yep. have, they have the best player of all time. They have a coach who's won a lot. Um, their defense is exceptional. They're going to be able to keep most of the players on their team. And even if they can't, like, saw Patrick Mahomes, like, that's going to be that's a pretty good deal. Uh, I guess the problem is the Chiefs went off before the playoffs this year at, like, 11-1 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. And I think they're going on, I think they're, like, 6-7-1 to 1 right now trading in the market it's pretty unlikely that bet's going to improve in your favor, even if you bet it right now. So if you like the Chiefs, great. Like, I like the Chiefs, too. That They're a really good team. Um, just a bad bet to make right now, probably. And I would say the same about San Francisco, who maybe can get back to the game again. Like, poor Shanahan just ran into Brady and Mahomes for, his, like, his entire life. I can't know. I can't, I can't imagine what that feels like. Um, but, like, okay, so those two teams can win, but, like, are, why are you going to bet five when the, in September it's going to be five to one? I'll give you a couple teams – that I think are not going to be priced the way they are right now when we, uh, when we get to the start of the season. Well, I'll give you three. The first one, and everyone's going to like this team, and the fact that everyone's going to like them means the price is going to be less, is going to be the Packers, uh, who are 25-1, to 1, and it's because Jordan Love played really well in the playoff games. That's why everyone's going to like them. Uh, they are going to be built to win next year. Uh, they're just, it, they make all the sense in the world. The offense is all going to be back and all going to be a year older, which is good for them. And they'll still be able to keep a bunch of the defensive talent. And they finally got a new defensive coordinator. So they kind of fixed maybe what was wrong. And they're going off about 25, 30 to one right now. That price might be less when you get to the start of the year. And then two AFC teams to your question. Uh, I've already bet actually both of these to win the Super Bowl, And it's going to sound crazy when I say who they are. And they both play in the same division. Uh, I bet Cleveland to win the Super Bowl. Uh, they were about 50 to one. And I bet Pittsburgh to win the Super Bowl. And they only because they are a hundred to one wow. and they are viewed as one of the least likely teams. They are viewed as as likely as the Patriots to win the Super Bowl next year, uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I don't know what everyone's thinking when that price exists. Um, so again, market rates them fifth, least likely fifth, like 27th out of 32. They made the playoffs last year. They had a top six defense with a bunch of guys coming back. T.J. Watt, who is the best defensive player in the league, will obviously be back. Highsmith will be back from injury. They drafted Joey Porter Jr. a couple years ago. He's awesome. All these guys are back. Totally new offense. Arthur Smith comes in to run the offense, which would be funny, except he's actually a really good offensive coordinator. He's just a terrible head coach. Like, he offensive coordinated one of the most efficient offenses of all time with Ryan Tannehill as his quarterback. 
And now there's like a ton of noise. And I make this bet. It's speculative. Like they have to do something at quarterback. I think they're going to do something at quarterback. I think it's like very likely. So that can be trade for fields. That can be trade for cousins. That can be a lot of things. My bet on them is essentially that I think they're going to do that. And I think when they do that, it makes them really dangerous. The only future I think I've picked so far, because I'm with you, I like to I like to wait for a little more information. I took the Rams to win the NFC. The future's like on it. the Rams. Yeah, I actually think it's pretty good. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if there's I don't know if they can be like a Super Bowl winner again, but like they I guess they could be. Um, I'll I'll give you like an adjacent bet to that. Yeah, I I, I try to talk to like so <laughs> I. I am a part of a member of just like a combination of like nerds and freaks and like people that like to bet on awards way too early on stuff. <laughs> yeah. And offensive offensive player of the year has already opened for next year. And talking to like a couple people that I would consider like pretty smart. I have not bet into this market at all. And I probably won't. Uh, two different people I talked to already bet Puka Nakua to win because he was 30 to one to win next year. And the idea is like in a McVay offense with Stafford and if cups on the way down, Here's a number one receiver in like a McVay offense. It's 30 to one. Obviously we all saw the playoff game. He was awesome. So I can tell you like smart people, maybe they don't think the Rams can win the NFC, although they definitely could, but like are sort of buying the Rams as a good team next year. I like that. I still, I also think that he should have, I thought I get it. Quarterback Stroud Texans, nobody picked him. I thought him and I thought Stroud and Nakua should have split the rookie of the year on offense. I I thought that would have been a good deal because he got like no votes. He got no votes. Stroud got like 49 out of 50, 48 out of 50. It was almost like insulting that he didn't get. I didn't think he was going to win, but like, geez, I know like he broke the records at his position and he plays a premium position. He didn't play quarterback, but Stroud yeah. missed games. Yeah, I, I was a little surprised that one wasn't closer, but like the allure of the quarterback yeah. is always just going to kind of went out in those situations. Ken Barkley, you better you bet on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app. You catch it every day when Nick Costos, him and Nick do one of the best shows. It's not just gambling; they do a great show in general. They're growing all throughout stations in America, and we're lucky to have them every Thursday here at 8. Uh, I'll pivot to the NBA because I remember you telling me going into the Super Bowl, I'm tired of football, and then we had the Super Bowl, and now we're after the Super Bowl, and I'm still talking about football. Let's pivot to basketball. You and I had a conversation a couple weeks ago about the MVP, and I was listening to a Windhorse pod yesterday, and Tim Bontemps of ESPN runs the straw poll, and this is the second MVP straw poll, and he said the last two years – the second-place guy at this point has gone on to win the MVP. Right now, the second-place guy is SGA of Oklahoma City, who's in this fight for the one seed. Now, I mentioned Kawhi is maybe a long-shot odd. I liked it. I think he was fifth in this straw poll. Do you like SGA? Are you still leaning Jokic? He had a massive amount of first-place votes. Doncic had a couple. Like, There's really... It's SGA and kind of Jokic and everybody else. Are you looking at longer odds like a Giannis? Or do you like the idea of, hey, the second-place guy's been kind of hot in this. SGA's a good story. It's a really young team, and they might be the one seed in the West. I, uh, I haven't done a show in a couple days because we've been off this week. And so, I mean, you are like teeing me up for a seven hour answer on that. I have like a lot to say. So I'll give, I'll give you a really, I'll give you a really condensed version, uh, sanitized for your audience. So I, I, I think this has a chance to get really weird, really fast. What I mean by that is the polling would tell you that Jokic is not just ahead. He's far ahead to win his third and four years. 
and then SGA is second, and that there isn't really a candidate that's compelling behind them because nobody else really got more than a couple first-place votes. That's what the polling says, and the betting market is going to reflect the polling almost to a T because, like, why wouldn't it? Like, we literally are asking people who vote what they're going to vote for, and they're saying it, and the market price is going to reflect that. So those two things are working in tandem. The, the reason to make it – if you want to bet into this market, you basically have to believe that the people who are voting – have a very low degree of confidence in what they're saying. So what I mean is, yeah, they say Jokic, but in 30 games when push comes to shove, are they going to say Jokic? And I am betting that the answer to that question is no. And I actually think he is one of the least likely players to win, which just sounds galaxy brain because he's ahead in everything right now. So first of all, literally in the week since that poll was taken, they got absolutely bumped by Milwaukee and they lost to Sacramento last night. Mm-hmm. They played brutal in both games. So like he had big stats against Milwaukee, but they were just getting like absolutely railroaded. And then he had bad stats last night and they blew a fourth quarter lead. So already since that poll, There's a ton of cracks in the armor. Like, there's a lot going on here. There is also built into this award an incredible voter fatigue that I really think exists. And I think NBA voters love new things, new shiny objects, more than they love the best player. They don't even – it's not even like who the best player is. The best player is Jokic. And the best player was Jokic last year too, by the way, and he didn't win. And I think the idea is like when presented with an opportunity to do something new – the voters will always seize that opportunity if a guy has already won, especially a couple. So you have candidates in the market, Giannis and Jokic, who are old. They have won twice. I think we are done with them. I do not think they are winning anymore. I think if voters are given something new and it's the end of the year, they're going to run and they're going to grab it. So that can be SGA. He's probably the most likely. He hasn't won before. Like top five in voting last year, top six. Stats are awesome. Can definitely be him. I would not, and I can't believe I'm saying this, I counted this guy out in the first couple months. Uh, I think there will be a giant push from Luca in the next couple months. Really? Uh, the team had more. The team had more starters missing games due to injury mm-hmm. by a factor of ten than any of the other teams that have compelling candidates. So he played on a hurt team the whole year. He missed some games. They weren't very good. Uh, they won six in a row going into the All Star break, including last night. And he's been excellent. If they finally like are healthy, which it seems like they are, and they traded Grant Williams, who apparently was like a cancer on the team, so that's good. They traded him for PJ Washington. If they really crush the next like month and a half, and I think that's actually kind of likely with the health and kind of like the team composition. Uh, he is new, and everyone's kind of been waiting for him, and the numbers are great. Uh, I actually think he is by no means out of it. I would actually say like. SGA and Luca combined, I actually think are a way better bet than Jokic right now. Yeah, no, I, I I don't disagree with anything he said. I think what you said there, though, that's important. They've got to go on a run here. They're in the play-in right now. They missed the sure. playoffs in the play-in last year. They're a game back of six. They're also only a half game up from eight. So it, it, what they do now with this post, you know, Gafford and P.J. Washington, if Kyrie continues to do what Kyrie's been doing, which is, you know, he's been banged up here and there, but he's played good basketball to your point, if they can make a surge, I'm still going to hold out hope. I know you you don't buy it, and that's okay. I'm still going to hold out hope to what you're saying. The fatigue sets in, and I know he didn't play last night against the Warriors, but Kawhi's been awesome. And I think if the Clippers can make this push and capture a one seed, and his numbers are good enough, it's still a guy that I'd be willing to take a long shot on. Not saying he wins it, just looking for kind of the more value, I guess, in that conversation. Sure, I'll give you a quick answer on Kawhi, because I do think there is a path for him to win. I just think it's like extremely narrow. I'm with so you. I'll give you the pro, I'll give you the pro on Kawhi in ten seconds. Yeah, uh, he has a chance to be the best player who's a one seed in his conference. The simplest case to make on earth. Like he has a chance to be the best player on a one seed, and everybody knows who he is. The con is they have a ton of back to backs in the second part of the season after the All Star break, 
And I think they're going to do what they did last night, which sit. is I think he's going to sit a bunch yeah. because like they can they can actually win the I don't think they're going to win the title, but they can actually win the title this year, which is nuts. And if you're going to do that, like he's not going to be all in to hit some like 75 game threshold that's like going to give him crazy numbers. Like SGA is going to try to hit that number probably. Luca already missed games. He has to play. They like have to win in order to make the playoffs. So like I think Kawhi is just at a natural disadvantage. He could play in those games. Like if he's in it, maybe. But I, I think you're kind of behind the eight ball just in terms of like a player availability question. Ken Barkley, you better you bet. You can hear him on the Odyssey app and radio stations nationwide. BetQL Network with Nick Costos. Hey, Ken, uh, thanks for hopping on. I know you're off this week. Thank you so much for hopping on with us this week. And great job. I, I caught almost every single interview. You mentioned 100. I caught almost all of them. You and Nick crushed it out there in Vegas. I know you're exhausted, so go rest back up. Thanks for hopping on. We'll talk to you next week. I'm in the middle of a week-long vacation, and you asked me about NBA MVP. I'm actually really happy I got all that off my chest. It's there you free. go. So hey. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Absolutely. So. Ken Barkley on Twitter, at Lockie Lockerson. Give him a follow. Him and Nick do a great job. Nick, a little more the loud-in-your-face guy, and Ken more the reserved numbers explaining and, and walking you through every step of the process. They make a good combo. Uh, coming up next, the reaction to a Super Bowl by these two teams. Reagan Beers at the bottom of the hour. Dirt and Sprague back with more on The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is Dirt and Sprague on 1080 The Fan. All right, Reagan Beers, forward for Oregon State women's basketball, is going to hop on at the bottom of the hour. Beavers are red hot right now, and they uh, dropped both games in L.A. a couple weeks ago. They're looking for some revenge. Juju Watkins coming to Gill Coliseum. It's exciting. We'll talk with Reagan Beers coming up, forward for Oregon State. Uh, Quickly, though, so the, the Niners lose the Chiefs' win, and they respond with the Chiefs extending their D.C., which is the underrated part of their team building. Ken mentioned it there. They definitely can three-peat, and it's not just because of Mahomes. That team was led by defense this year. This was the worst offense of Mahomes' career in Kansas City. And, yeah, he threw the game-winning pass. The Chiefs' defense was 
lights out for them, and they're keeping their D.C., the Niners respond by firing Steve Wilkes after just one season. And by the way, one day, Will, Mm -hmm. after he had said, yeah, everyone's coming back. Right. And a defensive coordinator who, well, you took a step back in certain areas. Oh, yeah. You were third in the NFL in points allowed. Yeah. Like, yes. Did you have showing in that Super Bowl, too? Yes. And you had issues. And here's the thing. You had issues, but you always seem to right the ship and probably I'm not going to say your best defensive player, but maybe your most valuable defensive player in Hufanga, that safety, the amount of different positions that he can play and the different ways that you can use him. You can use him as a cover guy. You can use him as a blitz guy. He wasn't in and that hurt him a lot. I think, uh, you know, there's a lot of talk today. Steve Wilkes done dirty. Steve Wilkes, Kyle Shanahan panicking. Kyle Shanahan. Look, Steve Wilkes was fine. Uh, they have a certain defense they run in San Francisco and have for some time. So Wilkes had to get a, he had to become a, you know, quick with the system, and it's he struggled with it. Kyle Shanahan's been winning for how many years now? And I know he's won the big game, quote unquote. But I'm going to trust Kyle Shanahan to do what he thinks is best uh, for his team. Uh, very quick segment. Let's go. Reagan Beers, forward for Oregon State. She's coming up next. But first, Will with the sports update. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. This is Dirt and Sprague on 1080 The Fan. All right, welcome back in. 832 on Portland Sports Leader, 1080 The Fan. Uh, I'm really excited. We talked with Ken Barkley at 8. I'm really excited for our guest at 830 because, uh, well, we're not just talking to anyone here. I'm talking to the Pac-12 Freshman of the Year, the sixth player of the year, the now four-time, four-time Pac-12 Player of the Week, the fourth highest score in the Pac-12 currently, Reagan Beers of your Oregon State women's basketball. Red hot right now. Reagan, good morning. Congratulations on the huge win in your home state. How you doing? Good morning. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you on the congratulations. It was a great win at Colorado. When did you find out you were Pac-12 player of the week? Um, I found out on Monday On Monday, um, during a different radio interview, actually. I didn't know. And then he told me that I had won twice. And I was like, I think I only won once this year. And then he told me that I had won this week. So I was like, oh, that's cool. It, <laughs> so. must, it, it must be nice, Reagan. You've won this four times. You won it twice as a freshman. Now you've won it twice this year. Like, it's got to be nice to win it that many and not be able to keep track of it. 
Yeah, it's, it's a cool award, but what's nice about those awards is that most of the time I'm just doing what I'm told and I'm running the play right, and that doesn't really take too much. So the thing about those awards is that they're all team awards, in our opinion, and whenever we get those as a team, it's all just – it took five people to get there. And so um, it's cool that I won Pac-12 Player of the Week, but really – um, that award goes to my team, I think. <laughs> well, you're from Colorado, and I know, I know you had a lot of support in the building, and you were pretty amped at the end. But, but, but getting the, the program, help getting the program's first ever road top five win, it has to feel great, but it has to feel just a sliver more special to be able to do it coming back home in front of family and friends, right? Yes, 100%. It felt so special to get that top five road win at Colorado in front of so many people that I have grown up with and that I love so much. So it was truly an amazing experience. You know, from January or from November 6th, excuse me, to January 4th, you guys hadn't lost a game. And when I looked up the preseason top 25, I wanted to refresh my brain of like, okay, what did people think? I didn't see on the AP. I didn't see your team on the coaches poll. Not even a, a receiving votes category. Oregon State was not in any of that. So not a team much gave a look at when, when, when did you and your teammates know this was different? This was special, uh, you know, following the way the year ended last year, when did you guys know this is different and people might not know it now yet, but we know it. Mm-hmm. I would say um, after the last season ended, after the Pac-12 tournament, we had that little break, we all came back and we started working out And once we got our whole team and we went on a trip to Italy this past summer, we got our whole team and we were all playing. And that first game in Italy was truly something special because that was the point that I knew that this team was going to be something this year, whether people knew it or not, this team was going to be something. And sure enough, we're, we're showing that as we get deeper into Pac-12 season. Yeah, Ford for Oregon State women's basketball. Reagan Beers is our guest here. they got a big set of games this weekend. I'll be at the Friday one with UCLA, and then USC comes to town. I've never interviewed you before, but you were a five-star player, McDonald's All-American. Just out of curiosity, what was it about Oregon State and Scott Ruick for you where you, you didn't even question it? You're straight committing. You've had a great career so far. What was it about Scott Ruick and Oregon State? I know this might sound like a broken record, but the culture of this team is truly unbelievable. Obviously, the Pac-12 is such a unique conference, and I and I wanted to come play in a Power 5 conference at the Pac-12, and so it was that was obviously um, super important, and so – but the culture at Oregon State is just unlike any other. And so when I took my unofficial and then my official visit here, I knew this is something that I wanted to be a part of and in a team I wanted to be on. I know you guys had great players coming back from last year's team. As you mentioned, you lose the Pac-12 tournament, and then you, you come back, you reset, you examine, you say, okay, we feel good. But I'm curious how big it was to get somebody like a Kelsey Reese to come out of the portal and transfer in. It's a weird world now, Reagan, where – there's experience on these teams, but now the portal allows, you know, adding pieces here and there that fit. How, how was it that she found her way to Oregon State and how big that's been for you guys? It's been huge. I mean, people, you've been seeing it. People that have watched her games have been seeing it, how, how much of an impact that she has had. I mean, obviously her height is helpful, but she is just so wise. And because she has been in the Pac-12 for this is now her fourth year, I believe, because she has been through it so many times and on a team that has won so many times, she knows what it takes to win. And so coach is constantly looking at her um, because nobody else on our team really knows what it means to truly win like Kelsey has. I mean, she's a Pac-12 champion. And so just looking to her um, 
for that kind of knowledge and that drive, um, it's just been super helpful this year. And then, of course, we got Stila, one other transfer, um, who's just been helpful going against that height and practice. She just continues to get better every single day. And so it's just been exciting to see all of our transfers and freshmen kind of learn our way and step up and do well. I think people that have been following Reagan about your team is you guys are you guys are really good inside and out. I mean, not only you guys down low, but outside, you got – Good guard play. Talia von Olhoffen now has, has been there. How has she grown as a leader since since you've gotten to Corvallis? How has she grown as a leader? We have amazing guard play, and it, it just continues to show as um, our guards continue to knock down shots as we go on the road. But Talia has grown so much as a player from last year to this year, and everybody has seen it. I mean, if you watch even one of Talia's games last year, you watch her this year, um, and she has improved so much. I mean, defense, I feel like this year she's taking defense more personally. And you can see that. You can see her effort just overall increase. And that has helped our team so much as now we kind of see her as the leader and the anchor of our defense. Um, and she's the person that we kind of feed off of. And so that has been super helpful and super great on our team as we need that when we go against these really good teams who have great offensive threats. Reagan Beers is our guest forward for Oregon State. Red Hot and UCLA, USC are coming to town. Women's basketball growing at just an insane level right now. There's college games, Reagan, that are they're getting more eyeballs than NBA games. So everybody's in on the product. I'm curious, when you're not playing and you're not doing pottery in your off day, who is the <laughs> who is the player that you that you see highlights or you sit down and watch that that amazes you? Outside of your own team, your own bubble. Who are players or a player that you watch, you make sure to watch when you got some time? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I would say I always love watching Aaliyah Boston play just because I feel like I can resonate with her um, in a way. And so just the way she played in college and um, – and so I just like to watch clips of her. But then, obviously, I love watching Caitlin Clark. I mean, who doesn't? That girl, I know I'm not a guard. But if I, if I was a guard, I would aspire to be Caitlin Clark. Um, and, I mean, she just – just watching clips of her is like watching, a, like, an NBA guy just shoot and rain threes um, all day. And so she's so entertaining to watch um, on my off day when I'm not doing um, pottery or basketball. So I saw that Nebraska, when they pulled the upset, she was going for the record. Nebraska pulls the upset on Iowa, and one of the players hit her with her own, you can't see me. If Reagan Beers is down low, hits a turnaround jump hook, Oregon State goes up, not enough time, beats Caitlin Clark, are you hitting her with her own celebration the way other players do, or are you just running <laughs> down the other end of the court and waiting for that horn to sound? Um, I I don't think I would do that. I mean, maybe I would say I would, but I would never do that to somebody else. I just don't think – I'm not really that kind of player. I'd rather just go focus on defense because I know I need to focus on defense. Um, I need to mentally lock in for that. And so I just if – I, if I do score, I'm running back down and I am – going to lock down or try to lock down whoever I'm defending um, and ignore the play that just happened because it's over. So it's moved on and now it's time to get a stop. So my mind kind of switches really fast because obviously in this game, it needs to when the teams are as good as they are. I'll be down there Friday. My, my daughter's pretty excited to see you guys play because the season's been so special and you guys are again, really inside outside game is amazing. It, it, it reminds, I think a lot of Oregon state fans of teams in the past i'll be down there friday for ucla you're trying to get revenge against these la schools i'm kind of curious two-parter for you You don't you don't want to lose a game but how much because you guys haven't lost a whole lot how much losing does in weird ways help you fix whatever weaknesses you might have or address areas that you can improve on and what were they able to do both ucla and usc that many other teams haven't been able to do so far yeah 
it, you're right. They do address weaknesses, and we had some weaknesses that were definitely addressed when we played them that first time in L.A. And so we've been talking about it a lot this week, but um, they backed on us a lot, and they took us in the middle um, too many times. They drove on us, and they got past us. We lost our positioning um, too many times when we played them that game, and then it caused some help rotations that um, just weren't effective. And so this week we have just been a, a really hard focus on – um, not letting them go past us. And obviously what killed us when we played them both was rebounding. Um, uh, we, Because of our position defense, Coach always says that our rebounding um, needs to be fantastic. And so this week we have really been focusing on that because they are two of the best rebounding teams, um, in my opinion, in the Pac-12. And so we've been really focusing on that because they exposed that weakness the first time, and we don't want a repeat of that this weekend. So. Reagan Beers Ford, Oregon State women's basketball, getting ready for UCLA and USC. Uh, reading about your background coming from Colorado to Oregon State, it's funny to read the stories because I think everybody or a lot of people that played sports, they have stories they could share similar. You grew up with brothers, so you're playing basketball against brothers, and I love how you acknowledge, like, eh, they're a little bigger than me. They bully me around still. Most gnarly injury you ever suffered playing basketball in the driveway against your brothers. Oh, that's a good question. I I don't think I remember a specific one, but there were times where we would eat, all of us probably took turns skidding across the concrete mm. in the cul-de-sac that we would get like the most hurtful cuts on our legs or the most um, worse burns that just burn in the shower so bad. Um, I can't remember a specific one, but those were, there were ones we would just, we would, I don't know, push each other to the ground, and then we would get some gnarly scars um, from that concrete. So I can't remember a specific one, but that was a common occurrence, uh, especially between my brothers when they would go at it. Yeah, so. the cement burn ones, can they actually tend to hurt the most. Those are the ones because they linger. Yeah. They, anytime water or soap gets on it, it's just it, it's exposed. It hurts a lot. It toughens you up, though, and gets you ready for a career like this at Oregon State. Oh, 100%. 100%. <laughs> I'm coaching my daughter's sixth grade team. This is my second year coaching. I'm, I'm not the smartest coach in the world, but, you know, I, I want people to participate in team sports. I think it's a really big thing, and I want my kid doing it. So I'm coaching my daughter's team. They're sixth graders, and not all of them really play. Basketball is, like, not their number one sport. Do you got any tips for me? We're 2-1 and one right now. we got a massive game this weekend ourselves. Any tips for coaching sixth grade girls basketball? Oh, I mean, back when my dad was coaching me, he just reminded me that it was a game and it's supposed to be fun. I mean, especially at that age when they're all in sixth grade, most of the time they are just there to have fun, but you also want them to be competitive. Um, so I would say that, that my, that's my best advice, just to remind them that you're here to have fun because it is a game. Because um, that was the best thing my dad did for our team when he was coaching us, especially when we would get over competitive and just get so frustrated. Um, he just reminded us that, hey, we're here to have fun. We're going to have fun. And then that would kind of just clear our minds, then we would actually end up playing better. So I don't know if that will be effective on your daughter's sixth grade girls team, but um, I say give it a try. Maybe <laughs> we'll see. No, it's definitely a big thing. I tell them to go out there and have fun, and then I tell them, like, I know it sounds ridiculous. I don't care about missed shots. Just shoot the ball. Like, stop caring if yeah. you miss the shot. Just go out there and have fun and play basketball. Um, yeah. I'll get you out here on this one, Reagan. What makes, just out of curiosity, I don't want to single just one player out, but I am. What makes – Juju Watkins special I know you've only played her the once but what what did you see from her when you played her yeah that's a great question Juju is a really great player and the thing about Juju is that 
usually when you're scouting somebody, you kind of can play their tendencies a little bit or uh, maybe force them into something that they're not comfortable with. Maybe like force them into a pull-up instead or maybe force them to shoot a three because they're not as comfortable there. And so you can kind of force them into something that maybe um, they're not as comfortable in. But the thing about Juju is that it doesn't seem like she's uncomfortable really anywhere. <laughs> I mean, it seems like no matter where you kind of send her, she's, she's going to do something that's effective and something that's kind of in her comfort zone. And so that she's always, she was hard to scout against last time. She's hard to scout against this time. I mean, good players always are. And so, um, it, but that's the amazing thing about Juju is that she's like that. So she's, she's a great player and we're excited to have that challenge um, on Sunday when she comes to Corvallis. You guys did good defensively against her. I think she was at 33% for the game. As you mentioned, got to hit the glass. I'll be down there for Friday's game. Good luck to you, Reagan. Thanks so much for hopping on. Look forward to watching you Friday and hoping you guys can finish out the weekend by beating both LA schools. Congratulations too. a great season for yourself. But as you mentioned, you guys as a team, a lot of fun to watch and a great story. Thanks for hopping on with us this morning. Thank you so much. Go Beavs. All right, there we go. Reagan Beers, forward for Oregon State women's basketball, on fire right now and looking to exact some revenge against the L.A. schools. I'm going down for Friday's game. Looking forward to it. Bought tickets last night. Me and the fam having down early. Maybe get a little local boys, catch that game, and see what Reagan Beers and company can do against UCLA. All right, we wrap it up next. Dirt and Spray on the fan. Friends don't dance, and if they don't dance, well, they're no friends of mine. I say we can go where we want. This is Dirt and Spray on 1080, The Fan. Our thanks again to Reagan Beers, Oregon State Women's Hoops. It's fun, man. Women's Hoops is great right now. There's so many great players, and UCLA beat Oregon State too. Uh, USC-Oregon State was a close game, but USC's got the player. They got the juice in Juju Watkins. So big opportunity for Scott Ruick and company. Remember, the tournament's going to be in Portland this year. And I remember I went to it a few years back with my daughter when it was uh, Anescu and Oregon. Mm. And who did they play? I think they played like, uh, who were the Jackrabbits? South Dakota State? Yeah, that's or? South Dakota State. Yeah, they played them and they ended up housing them. But that that was a really good environment, a lot of fun. So we'll see what they can do um, this weekend against the L.A. schools. Quick reminder, our first fan winter golf classic at X-Golf Tualatin and Vancouver, Tuesday, February 27th. The X-Golf Tualatin round. Uh, is sold out at 4 p.m. The noon round is filling up, though, fast, so you still have an option there. And you can also choose from either noon or 4 at at X-Golf Vancouver. Danny and Dusty are going to be in Vancouver. Isaac Atsuk will be in Tualatin. The winning threesome will get a free foursome into the Fan Golf Classic, our 10th annual one this year, the summer. And the last place threesome will receive a free lesson out at X-Golf. There's going to be food for the golfers at uh, from Victor Rico's, uh, Pro Catering, the Urban Restaurant Group, all golfers are playing Pebble Beach on the simulators. You can go to 1080thefan.com for more info and to sign your threesome up now. Sounds like a lot of fun. You got a threesome? I've always wanted one. Dream threesome. Go. Uh, well, Tiger. You got to throw Tiger El in there. LT Gray. How do you not have Tiger in your threesome? He, he has to be in your threesome. Oh, Sunday and then, uh, Red. Paige Spearneck. Really? Is it yeah. Spearneck or Spiranic? I've heard both. Yeah, me too. Um, and that's a perfect time for her to correct me on how to say her name. Okay. She will be there to join me. Um, do you think she's... T- okay, real quick. That's not I do a- follow her. Uh, I think every red-blooded American... Uh, that, Who's into golf at all? That likes even a little bit of golf is following Paige Sporanic. Uh If you're in a threesome with her and Tiger, mm-hmm. and I don't mean this disrespectfully... Oh, no, I'm not. Is she even looking and talking to you? Or is Tiger just stepping in going, come on? 
Well, well move I, over. I think the tiger is stepping in. My my hope is that I'm bigger than him, and then like I can do like a. Your time was then, old man. My time is now. Ah, yes. His resume's deeper, though. Plus, like he, but he's already met her. Like I, I think Tiger's pretty I'm, big. I'm the new flavor. Yeah, I'm the new flavor of the month. I don't know if your flavor ever beats the old no. flavor of well, Tigre. I'm not saying that I beat him. I'm just saying that. I think maybe there's an avenue that I can play maybe and then with she's my like charisma. Younger guy. Younger dude. Yeah, that's not going to make me sign an NDA. Right. Okay, all right. She probably makes you sign the NDA, right. whereas she goes to Tiger, she's signing the NDA. She made fun of his Sunday Red launch. I liked it. I thought it was fine, but it was controversial, right. and her, her logo. Well, see, then maybe he doesn't even want to deal with her. This is a perfect plan by me. Yeah, she's the celebrity in your relationship, she's whereas Tiger, you yeah. know, people will know what she is, but Look, that's Tiger. She's clearly hotter than me. She makes more money. I would bend to her will. But also, her making more money than you, does that become a problem in your relationship? Absolutely will, not. Well, I need you to do a little bit more than what you're doing. Stay at home, Dad Will is perfectly fine. Right, and if she okay. needs me to get more money, she can open those avenues for me. I like that you've painted a picture where you have a child now. All right. Congratulations to you. Well, uh, it was Valentine's Day. Yeah, that's true. Uh, that's going to do it for us. Thanks to Ken Barkley, Reagan Beers, everybody at the Vancouver Ford Text Line. We'll talk to you guys bright and early tomorrow, Dirt and Sprague, 6 to 9 a.m. on Portland Sports Leader, 1080 The Band. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.